Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, here's a very quick thing that kind of entered my head not long ago. Here in LA, we've just come off what was probably the rainiest winter in recorded history that they say. Uh, and of course, LA is totally unprepared for rain. We scurry around like ants at a picnic, not exactly certain what to do, what to wear, where to go. It's kind of funny to the rest of the world. It's even funnier to us, except when there's water damage. But we had a lot of rain this year. And of course, as a fish geek, after dealing with the deluge, it got me thinking about what else? The seasonal inundations that tropical areas like the Amazon region or Southeast Asia uh, endure and how the seasonal rains affect the aquatic habitats there. What happens in many of the regions of Amazonia, for example, is that the water level in the rivers rise significantly, often several meters, and then the once dry forest floors fill with water from this torrential rain and overflowing rivers and streams, and then the agapo are formed. We've talked about this a hundred million times here. All of that stuff gets into the uh, into the now underwater topography. Uh, botanical materials, fallen leaves, seed pods, all that stuff is submerged. Currents redistribute this stuff into little pockets, uh, which affects the underwater geography of the landscape. Fungi and microorganisms begin to feed on and break down these materials. Biofilms form, crustaceans multiply, fishes find new food sources, new hiding places, new areas to spawn, blah, blah, blah. Life flourishes in these inundated forest floors. What's really cool to me, though, is that this is a regular cycle of life. And we as aquarists, particularly those of us who play with botanical method aquariums, are in such a unique place to replicate some aspects of these ecosystems. Now, we've talked about the urban agapo concept, which is, you know, raising and lowering the water level to correspond with seasonal deluges. Makes sense. It's, it's pretty cool to do. But what about other things like perhaps turning up the filter output in your aquarium a little little more to simulate that rush of water after the you know the, the rain inundates the the forest or the streams and you've got a higher more water level higher velocity that could be interesting okay now your plants might take a beating your so-called aquascape would probably be in a bit of chaos with soil and other botanical materials strewn about the tank and redistributing all over just like in nature right you could add some additional fishes to simulate the castaways or travelers which flow into these inundated areas. You'd probably see some water chemistry changes, perhaps a shift towards a more acidic pH. You definitely see an increase in the turbidity of the water, at least for a while, and an increase in biofilms and possibly some crustacean life forms. Like, no, oh, what if you added a bunch of Daphnia or Gamorous at the same time? That'd be cool, right? A reasonable simulation of a remarkable cycle that occurs in nature on a regular basis this kind of goes hand in hand with what we talked about the other day about operating our systems is it disruptive perhaps is it beneficial to the fishes certainly so after they adjust is it transformational well definitely it's something that would perhaps unlock some interesting insights into the lives of our fishes and the environments from which they come it would be unusual aesthetically fascinating utterly compelling and absolutely out of step with the accomplished, accepted aquarium practices that we know so well. Rain is truly the bearer of life. It's transformational. It's essential for our existence and for the continued existence of many of the fishes that we love, as well as the habitats from which they come. It could be a bit of an inconvenience, as in the case of our rain here in Los Angeles, or it can be an opportunity to discover an amazing cycle of life, which occurs when the rain returns, involving the ecosystem as only nature can. Until next time, that little thought, hope it stays with you. I'm going to go talk to my gardener about why he's blowing leaves into my 
garden bed. <laughs> That's one of the modern problems we have to contend with here. Until next time, stay engaged, stay active, stay curious, and always stay wet. This is Scott Feldman from Tin and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tin.